Are you earning an honest living? Are your bills paid? You're doing all right, brother. We're going live. We'll do it live. This is the Come On Man podcast. And here's your host, Paul Bauer. Good morning, guys. It's hump day. How the hell are you this morning? Let's let's not uh, beat around the bush because not long after I'm done streaming, I have to log into my day job that shall not be named. Uh, yes, I have a day job and it pays extremely well. It actually pays pretty goddamn good. Okay. <laughs> you know how people in the sphere always talk about how you got to make at least six figures well, I do at a normal job, okay, which is the topic today. You see, I recently interviewed a guy who was a former member of Rich Cooper's 1% Generals until Rich kicked him out of his group for some stupid reason. And the guy told me that, you know, he's like, you know, Rich is really big on the message that if you aren't an entrepreneur, that you're a loser, right? Uh, if if, if you have a job, you know, jobs an acronym, it stands for just over broke, right? <laughs> uh, so like, I just want to get this out of the way too. Like this episode isn't to bag on Rich either, right? In fact, I like Rich. I, I've read his book, The Unplugged Alpha twice. Great book. Highly recommend it. And, you know, he was even on my show once. All right. But uh, my man who got kicked out of the group really bought into that message. He really bought into that message that if he's working for someone else, he's a loser. Right. And so because he really bought into that message, he quit working to pursue some, you know, random business idea that didn't quite pan out. And he said like, after a while, like he had, he had a runway of money that he was operating off of. He's like, after a couple of years, he's like, that money dried up, <laughs> it dried up. And he was like, I, I got bills to pay and stuff like that, right? So he had to go and get a job again. Now he's working, you know, a, a normal nine to five job. He actually is making $300,000 a year, right? I, like, I think it's some kind of sales related job. If you if you work in sales, basically you can write your own paycheck if you're good enough, right? And so he, dude's working for other people making $300,000 a year. That's for a lot of people, retarded money, right? that's a lot of money and, but he's working for someone else. Does that make him a loser? No, no. <laughs> Plus my man lives in Mexico. He lives in Mexico city. So cost of living down there is dirt cheap. He, he's basically living like a, 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 you know, a drug Lord down there. <laughs> right. Oh, look at this. I have the rule zero uh, hashtag up. I need to fix that. Look, at, there we go. That's better. We're not rule zero today. <laughs> so anyway, he's living he lives in Mexico on $300,000 a year. That like living in America on $300,000 a year is, you know, you're you're pretty you're doing pretty goddamn good, right? But he works for someone else. He's not a loser, okay? But that kind of message about how you have to be an entrepreneur, it's nonsense. It's absolute nonsense. You hear it from guys like like Tate and Waller too, right? And most of the time it's to sell you access to their community under the pretense that if you just hang out in their groups that they'll make you rich through osmosis or something, right? It, it doesn't work like that. I, I think the last time I looked at Rich's program, I think his base program is like a $1,000 a month. I might be wrong, okay? But it's like, can you imagine you want to join this men's group and it's a $1,000 a month? Beer club's only $10 a month. <laughs> I'm not charging enough. Just kidding. But I'm not trying to sell that that lifestyle either, right? I'm not trying to sell that sell that stupid lifestyle. In fact, if you looked at me and my Waffle House hat and my Dusty Road shirt, the son of a plumber, right? You would be like, oh, pa Paul doesn't make six figures. <laughs> but it's like, I'm a normal dude, you know? It's it's stupid. It's it's a lot of that times they're packaging an image. You know what I mean? And they're selling an image and that's what they're, you know, that's, that's their, how they're making their money. Okay. 
It's stupid. It can be very damaging for men for several reasons. So we'll get into all of that today. Guys, before we get too far into this, uh, please like, subscribe, hit those notifications. And please do sound off in the live chat. That helps these go by much smoother. We already have a bunch of people in the live chat because I was um, I was uh, edging their algorithm a little bit. But sound off because that helps these go by much smoother. And please don't be stingy on the Super Chats, guys. Okay? How am I supposed to get a Lambo if you guys don't send Super Chats? Okay? Think think, think of this as, cha <laughs> as charity case for my Lambo. All right? All right. I'm just playing around. So I was looking this up while I'm writing the show notes, right? According to the Bureau of Labor and Statistics, 20% of new businesses fail during the first two years of being open. 20%, okay? 45% fail during the first five years, okay? 65% fail during the first 10 years, all right? Only 25% of businesses make it to the 15-year mark or more. Only 25%, okay? So <laughs> when they're saying, hey, you've got to be an entrepreneur, a lot of the times they're, they're setting most people up for failure. They're setting most people up for failure, right? Now, am I saying you shouldn't try to be an entrepreneur because of these statistics? Absolutely not. In fact, I normally think that statistics are, are bogus, right? I hate statistics. A, a, a statistic I absolutely hate is the one like about dating apps, right? Like there, people like to point out uh, dating app statistics from, from like 10, 15 years ago from OkCupid. Oh, you know, like all these chicks, blah, blah, blah. And the dating apps just don't work because, you know, even, you know, fat chicks get a inflated ego and stuff like that. It's like, None of that is helping you. None of that kind of negative self-talk is helping you because all you're doing is figuring out why you can't do something. You know what I mean? Instead of thinking about why you can do something. Okay. So I don't like these statistics because basically it's, it's, it's feeding that negativity bias that we all have. Right. And it's not going to help you. Okay. So if you do have a dream of being an entrepreneur, don't let that stop you. Okay. If you got enough drive, you can do it. All right. If you, if you truly have a vision in your mind, you can make it work. Like just watch my series on a science of getting rich. Okay. Um, but all I'm saying here is that being an entrepreneur isn't for everyone. Being an entrepreneur is not for everyone and that's okay. All right. Not everyone is cut out for it. Okay. Um, let's see, we got a whole bunch of people in the chat right now, but uh, Brother Nate says, happy hump day. The course is amazing. Yes, thank you. Uh, nurse chick in the house. She says, good morning, chat. Uh, let's see here. What we got here? <laughs> uh, we've got, oh, Brother Nathan got $2 super chat. We are at the eight-minute mark, so we will we will give him this I was one. just going to say it. This guy fucks. Am I right? Yes, definitely. Uh, let's see here. Was it wear a skin tight black t-shirt and you won't be a, a, a loser? Is that what it is? Oh man. Uh, brother Nathan uh, or brother uh, Ed said, uh, no losers at beer club, $5 super chat. He gets this. Shame this horse. Yes. Shame, shame these horse that tell us that we have to be entrepreneurs. Uh, I'm just kidding. Uh, Let's see, Omega says, I had to withdraw myself from the dating apps, which is temporary. So I start focusing on my energy, on myself, and sculpting my body. Okay. you That's not a bad idea. But just remember that if you're trying to work out and, and you're, you're waiting until you have like six-pack abs to talk to chicks, that when you have the six-pack abs, you're still not going to know how to talk to chicks because you haven't practiced. Okay. So it, don't don't you know you know let that hold you back is all i'm saying okay <laughs> and guys yes thank you stream elements please do take my new dating course with 25 percent off until friday friday the code is only good until friday guys okay thank you stream elements keeping me keep it keeping it real all right you're the next uh idea here is uh you are going to work your fucking ass off okay if you are an entrepreneur you are not going to work less you are going to work more, all right? 
According to uh, Zipia.com, I, I found an article last night, Zipia.com, most entrepreneurs work more than 50 hours a week, right? So if you're like, oh, I'm going to be an entrepreneur so I can just, you know, be rich and, and live in my McMansion and, and have people do work for me, that's not, that's not how it works for most people. <laughs> for most people, that's not how it works, okay? That's not how it works. Now, this makes sense if you think about it, right? Because if you're an entrepreneur, you have a lot riding on the business, okay? You have a lot riding on this business. Successful entrepreneurs don't quit at the end of the work day. They quit when the work is done, right? They quit when the work is done. That's why a, a ton of businesses around here in the, in the area I live in, right, out in cow country out here, um, we have a word for the, I have a word for people out here and I got it from, um, this lady. She, she ran a, a an auto mechanic shop. Well, her, her husband owned the, the mechanic shop. She just, you know, worked there, but, um, they came from Denver, right? If you, if you come from, it seems like if you come from anywhere else, any kind of bigger city, and then you come out here to like Delta County, Colorado, your, your mind's going to be blown at just how slow people operate around here and just how they have no, no drive or ambition out here. It's, I call them deltoids, right? We call them deltoids that I got it from that lady at the, at the shop. It's just like, you're like the customer service is just non-existent. People just, you know, they don't want to do a good job out here. They're lazy as hell out here. And you're like, what? is going on like the just basic customer service doesn't exist in a lot of places out here right and um it's funny because a lot of these same people they'll start a business out here okay and those businesses always fail within like two two years right they always fail because all, all, a lot of the owners out here they have stupid hours right they're like ah i'll open today right ah I'm not going to be open on a Sunday, right? Like a lot of, uh, there was a business out here. Um, we call uh, it, was called scramblers. They had the best damn breakfast in Cedar edge, Colorado, right. For, for a long time, they weren't open on Sunday mornings for Jesus. I'm like, that's going to be your mad rush day though. Like, at, like everyone after church wants to go to the diner for breakfast and you're closed on that day. Like, are you retarded? Right. So anyway, they went out of business. But a lot, yeah, a lot of businesses out here, they fail, right? Basically, they're lazy, and so people stop showing up, right? When, when, when customers stop showing up, your business fails, right? <laughs> but look at, like, successful people. Look at the WWE, okay? I like this example, right? Vince McMahon, despite recent allegations, he's famous for only sleeping for, like, three or four hours a night, right? Otherwise... He's working, and I can in in I consider that also his gym time is also working for him because he's got to maintain an image. But I, I've heard stories that that at at two in the morning he's going to the hotel gym and getting a set in at two in the morning after TV tapings and stuff like that, and then and then he sleeps for like two hours and he's up again the next day, like back at it immediately. You know, going into meetings and all this kind of stuff. It's like that's crazy. That's crazy, right? But you know who else did that? Does that? The Rock, right? The Rock owns Seven Buck Productions. He's technically now working for somebody, right? He's uh, he's on the board of directors for TKO. He's back at WWE. I think a lot of that has to do with like the writer strikes and stuff in Hollywood. But but still, he's he's back with uh back with the the old the old home team. But he owns Seven Buck Productions. He also you know and and, and his main companies also own some uh, was it Mana Tequila and stuff like that. Like The Rock owns numerous businesses now he's a multi-billionaire himself he work. he only sleeps like three hours a day the rest of the time he's working right he's working on something you know what i mean triple h in wwe same kind of thing but technically triple h never went off became an entrepreneur he he technically has a day job doesn't he he, he works for wwe um the podcast my podcast is my personal business it's not a hobby i am a professional podcaster Ask Nurse Chick, who's in the, what she say, codger time for, yeah, Nurse Chick, she's a, she's a hospice nurse in this area. She takes care of all the old people around here. <laughs> <clears throat> 
but as nurse chick, right? I am always working. I am working constantly, right? I would venture to say I'm, I'm one of the hardest working guys in the fucking manosphere. All right. And I'm not trying to toot my own horn. It's just that I'm trying to build this brand and it takes a lot of fucking work, right? Do you, do you see how much fucking content I produce? Do you guys see that? I, I posted uh, uh, Facebook like once a week gives you like a, uh, an update on how you're doing, right? And so yesterday I looked, I, I posted a thousand pieces of content within this last week, a thousand pieces of content, right? It's basically 18 to 20 hours I'm working on this shit, right? Whether it's it's producing uh, the podcast, sitting down, writing out show notes for these episodes, cutting clips for these episodes, <clears throat> posting memes, right? Interacting with people in the comments, uh, interacting with my boys in, in, in the beer club, working with my clients. I have like client calls all week this week, right? Like I'm, I'm fucking grinding on this business. Okay. Why? Because I want this show to be self-sustaining, right? So I'm working my fucking ass off. All right. And on top of that, I also have a day job for now, for now. Right. Now, some people, they just want a work-life balance, okay? And that's okay. <laughs> like, who wants to work 24-7? Most people don't want to be like Vince McMahon and work, you know, 20 hours a day and sleep four, right? Most people don't, okay? And most nine-to-five jobs, most nine-to-five jobs offer more of a work-life balance than you would have if you were an entrepreneur, okay? It's not bad. All right, guys. <clears throat> where are we at here i gotta come up here uh follow me on social media the links are in the description i am posting a thousand pieces of content uh every every you know every week so do that follow me and follow me on all the socials right now facebook's growing i had a i posted a meme that went absolutely viral it's got like thirty thousand likes on it or whatever it's crazy um which is funny so it's weird. It's it's weird. Just watching the algorithms and how they work and what they respond to. Like a year ago, Instagram and Facebook, or maybe it was a year or two ago, like Instagram and Facebook were really pushing reels, right? They were trying to compete with TikTok. And now they're like, they're back to pushing memes. It's weird. That's why I'm posting a lot of memes lately. Um, anyway, just fun fact. And guys, get on the email list, list.comeonmanpod.com. Uh, you'll get 20 dating app openers. You get a free chapter of my book, Everything I Wish I Knew When I Was 18. You also get um, free stickers. If you don't want the stickers, just put don't want stickers in the address field, and I won't, I won't waste a stamp on you, okay? Speaking of the book, get the book. You can get it on Amazon at books.comeonmanpod.com. It's available in all formats, including Kindle and um, <clears throat> and uh, Audible, right? You can get it on Audible as an audiobook. Most people like the audio version. And guys, you can, I, I have some autograph copies available. I'll drop the link here in the chat. You, if you guys want an autograph copy, right? It's the same price as Amazon, if, especially if you live in the United States. Same price as Amazon. Just order it through me. I'll sign it for you. I'll get it in the mail, like, you know, next morning, usually. So links in the chat for that if you guys want an autograph copy. And then what else we got here? Guys check out my new dating course. If you go to dates.comeonmanpod.com, uh, you, you can access my course. Now the course, I'm calling it No Cold Approach in the Cow Pasture, okay? So it's really, it's aimed at, at country boys, right? Guys that live out in, in flyover country. The thing is though, it's, it's, I'm teaching you guys how to optimize your online dating profiles on dating apps, but I'm also teaching you how to use Facebook. I'm talking about Facebook proper, not Facebook dating. And Instagram to meet local chicks in your area. Because while not every hot chick is on a dating app, all chicks are on social media. Okay. So oftentimes finding chicks on social media is better because it's like, it's like Amazon shopping for chicks. Okay. Um, so you'll have, you'll have a much better selection doing that. A lot of guys don't even know that that's an option. So I teach you how to do that in the course. Let me play a commercial for that. Um, I, I made this AI commercial yesterday, guys. I used, used AI to make this commercial. Let me know what you think after it plays. Ready to upgrade your dating game? Introducing Paul's ultimate online dating course for men. Master the art of online dating and discover Paul's genius method to meet amazing women off the apps. The real secret sauce 
Discover how to leverage Facebook and Instagram to meet amazing women in your local area. Not all hot women are on dating apps, but every woman on the planet is on social media. Learn how to find and connect with them with this revolutionary course. Say goodbye to swipe fatigue and hello to meaningful connections. Ready to transform your dating life? Click the link in the description now and start your journey to success today. See, I decided to make that ad like that because my original ad was really geared towards country country boys, right? Because it's called No Cold Approach in the Cow Pasture. And, um, and I had a guy in my beer club go, well, I can't take your course. I don't live out in the country. It's like, dude, if you live in a city, the stuff I teach in the course is going to be even better for you because you have way more options in a city. Okay. And the chicks are like closer. You don't have to drive an hour to these chicks, but you can, the, the methods are the same. Okay. So I made that, that's a little more, you know, um, uh, I would say geography neutral. <laughs> that's a geography neutral commercial, but check out the course. Okay. If you guys use the link that's in the, uh, in the chat right now, or if you go to dates.comeonmanpod.com and use code countryboy25, you can save 25% until Friday. After Friday, there's no more discounts, okay? No more discounts after Friday. So, so get it now while it's on discount, all right? All right. That's not what we're talking about today. We're talking about having a J-O-B. Now, let's talk about entry-level jobs for a minute, all right? Let's talk about entry-level jobs. Remember, like... Years ago, they were talking about, oh, it's time to raise minimum wage and all this stuff because people just can't make it because minimum wage just doesn't pay the bills anymore and blah, 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 blah. It's like, I'm on, I'm on the side of minimum wage jobs were never meant to be a career, right? Those are meant to be stepping stones to get to where, to the next level, okay? Like those those jobs, in my opinion, are for like teenagers, like guys just out of high school, you know, guys that are going through college and stuff like that, guys that are, you know, working through a trade school of some kind, right? It's not meant to be a career. So I I, I think minimum wage should, shouldn't have got, gone up, right? And now you see a lot of jobs being replaced by kiosks and self-checkout and stuff like that because it's cheaper to buy a bunch of machines and then not hire the people at the higher minimum wage, right? But that does open up jobs for people that repair those machines. So it's not necessarily a bad thing. People are like, oh, they're they're replacing people's jobs now. It's like, well, yeah, what do you expect? They're you you rate you have you require these these employers to to raise their um you know how much they're paying people. Like, of course, they're 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 not gonna let that interfere with their profit margins. So they're gonna fire the people and replace them with machines, right? But it does open up a new career field of people that have to repair those machines. So it all works out in the end, but, um, but yeah, let's talk about entry level jobs for a minute. Cause I need to make this distinction by entry level. I mean, you know, wage jobs like McDonald's grocery store clerk, right? Anything in retail, right? If you're in your teens or early twenties, you are not a loser. If you work for these jobs. Okay. You're not, you're not a loser. Okay. In fact, at your age, I have a whole chapter in my book. I have a whole chapter in my book on how if you invest wisely, you could still end up a millionaire. Okay. Especially if you're, if you're, you start at 18, right? If you start at 18, putting away 10 to 15% of every paycheck, you'll, you'll be a millionaire by the time you're like my age or in your 50s, right? Um, but you really should. You really should be working on getting some kind of skill, though, right? So that you don't stay in that kind of job the rest of your life. I, that's my personal opinion, right? That could be you could. And when I say skill, like you, could, that could be uh, you can go to some college, you can go to a trade school, you can self-study and work on certifications. Okay, there's a bunch of different options for you to get these skills. All right. Um, if you're in your thirties or forties and still working at these kinds of jobs and still making less than the average income in the U S then yeah, brother, you are a little bit of a loser. I hate to, I hate to, I hate to break it to you. Okay. I hate to break it to you. You clearly have zero ambition or drive for anything better. All right, Paul, you're a dick. 
maybe. <laughs> yeah, maybe. But this is how everyone is going to view you, especially women. All right. Now, guys think that women only care about money, right? That's not necessarily true. It's the traits of men who tend to acquire, uh, who tend to acquire money, the traits that they have, that women find attractive. Okay, stuff like drive, ambition, decisiveness, assertiveness, the ability to lead. Women dig those traits. Okay, and money just happens to go with those traits more often than not. Okay, it's not it's not the money per se. It's it's those qualities that they find attractive. Okay, so if you don't have any of those things and you're still working a shitty, you know, retail job, you need to, I don't know, someone, something, someone needs to light a fire under your ass. Okay, <laughs> I suggest you find some drive and ambition somewhere uh, if your life isn't going the way you want it to go. Okay, and acquire some kind of skills to level up if you're in this position. Now, a caveat to this, caveat to this. If you're working your way up to McDonald's manager, okay, you could actually, I looked this up, you could be making $93,445 a year, according to Glassdoor. You could actually be making more than the average person if you're if you are working your way up to McDonald's manager. Um, if you work at say Buffalo Wild Wings, shout out to my boy out there, he knows who he is. If you're working at Buffalo Wild Wings and you work your way up to manager, you could be making $93,438 a year, according to Glassdoor. Not, not too bad. Not too bad. Okay. Now, I would say that if you work your way up into one of those positions, that you do have some kind of drive and ambition, right? You, you're not trying to stay as, as a waitress. You're not trying to stay as a fry cook or whatever, right? You have some kind of drive and ambition and you're going to, be making more than the average person. So you're not a loser if you're working your way up in those positions, okay? <laughs> Guys, I'm going to get a lot of hate for that because <laughs> a lot of people that work at, at restaurants are like, fuck you, man. I, I do pretty good. I make a shitload of money in tips and stuff. Like, okay, 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 okay. Guys, join the beer club, beer.comeonmanpod.com. It's a good group of dudes. Very active Telegram community. Uh, we, we had a, a very interesting chat last night. Um, won't get into that because what goes in beer club stays in beer club, but uh, we definitely have a very active group. The next official meetup is on the 15th. Uh, a couple of the guys in the group have, have offered to host more meetups though. So we actually might be having more than once a month. It's just that I can only, I can only set aside enough time to, to host one a month at this point, because like I said before, I'm working my fucking ass off for this podcast. So having to take like, you know, multiple days off to do beer club chats and just sit around drinking with the boys is not as productive for me as I, as I'd like it to be, but the guys are finding a lot of value in it. So, so the guys are like, okay, well, we'll host it. Oh, cool, man. All right, cool. So anyway, we're going to, uh, we're going to be hosting the next meetup on the 15th or I'm going to be hosting the next meetup on the 15th. And uh, we do that over telegram as well. Like every, telegram sort of like chat, like text on steroids. You, you can do a lot with it, including apparently group video calls. So we're going to be doing that. Um, it's just a good place for guys to get around and swap notes and talk about guy stuff and, you know, get things off your chest. It doesn't cost $1,100 a month. <laughs> It's only 10 bucks a month and you can join with a free trial. So check that out at beer.comeonmanpod.com. And then guys, if you, uh, if you guys want to work with me one-on-one -on -one, coaching's available at gumroad.comeonmanpod.com. All right. Now, man, this might be a short episode. Yeah, we're, well, we're, we're going to make it past the, the 30 minute mark. That's all that matters. Okay. So according to the Bureau of Labor and Statistics, the, the national average salary in 2022 was a, was $61,900. That was the national average. Okay? And that's that's actually way up from the last statistic I saw which was something around 35,000. I thought like the 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 mean was like 35,000, but apparently it's not. Apparently it's much higher than that. So, if you are if you make around that much, if you make around six sixty thousand bucks, um, you're average, man. You're probably doing all right if you're smart with your money. You know, if you're smart with your money, you could easily live off sixty thousand dollars a year. Um, 
it's actually if so that's actually double than someone making minimum wage right i think like what's minimum wage now in in most places what like 15 bucks an hour i think out in colorado we haven't reached 15 bucks an hour yet it's still like 14 bucks maybe 13 bucks 14 bucks out here i'm not sure but that's if let's say let's say it's 15 bucks an hour that's roughly ballpark 30,000 bucks a year right so if you're making $60,000 a year that's that's twice that's double that's double minimum wage you're doing okay Let's look at some jobs that pay more than that. Okay. These are all from indeed.com. All right. If you're a truck driver, if you're a truck driver, we got a, we got one of our, one of our brothers in the beer club. He's a truck driver. The national average, the national average of truck drivers is $69,074, $69,000 a year. So that's better than, that's better than average. A lot of truckers I know make way more than that though. Right. They're making upwards of eighty or ninety thousand dollars a year as a truck driver, right? I guess it also depends on on what you're hauling and and you know if you're if you're local or if you're going cross country. There, there's a bunch of variables there, but you can make more than that. <clears throat> uh, the national average for a police sergeant is sixty nine thousand two hundred four dollars. That's the national average uh, for a police sergeant. That's not enough, man. <laughs> like if you're a cop, man. I used to want to be a cop. Fun fact. I used to want to be a cop. When I got out of the Navy, I used to think I wanted to be a cop. And I was working, my first job out of the Navy was a security guard job. So I was working as a security guard. I, I bought the police, um, the police exam study guide. You know, I went to like Barnes and Noble and got a police exam study guide. And I was studying for the police exams. At, and I and I actually went and applied for for a couple of the police departments in the area. I applied for San Diego PD, La Mesa PD, um, California Highway Patrol. And um, I think even El Cajon Police Department, maybe. And the thing was like, when I was first doing that, I was still in the Navy and I was, I was transitioning out of the Navy. And so my command, they would only let me go to, they, they, they made me pick one. They're like, just pick one. We're only going to let you apply for one and like take time to go and, and take tests for one, right? They wouldn't let me go to every one, right? They were being dicks about it. So I went and, and went all in on the California Highway Patrol. And I actually made it pretty far in their, their, their interview process. <clears throat> but man, like the, the San Diego PD at that time was only starting at like $45,000 a year. Right. And I'm like, San Diego is close to the border. So you're dealing with like cartels and stuff like that. And you're only making $45,000 a year, man. That's not, that's not worth getting a, taking a bullet over, but it's better than the national average, right? <laughs> yeah. Cops should be making at least a hundred thousand dollars a year. Why do you think they take bribes and stuff? Yeah. Good morning, Glenn. What's up? What's up, brother? Uh, Ed says uh, it's 16 in California. Come April, it's 20 a month for fast food workers. You mean uh, $20 an hour for fast food workers? Jesus Christ, $20? Dude, everyone's getting replaced by kiosks in California. I swear to God. <laughs> oh, st oh, stop. Stop, Glenn. Stop it. <clears throat> anyway, the next job is uh, distribution manager. $71,244, right? So you could be making more than than the average radiation therapist this is a skilled job like you have to go to like you know some kind of local school to become a a, a radiation tech or a radiation therapist 74,000 74,683 is the national average okay <clears throat> hvac supervisor $77,000 for an hvac supervisor Right. There, there's burger flipping robots, right? Like everything's going to be automated. <laughs> everything's going to be automated when they raise, raise wages that much. And then people are going to be like, Oh, what am I going to do? I can't get a job now. Yeah, man. That's what happens. Um, systems administrator says here, $80,600. I, I put at least on there. Cause I was, when I was a, when I first became a systems administrator, Oh, I actually, no, actually entry level going from help desk, desktop support to systems administrator. I think I was, I think they only, the job I was at only started me at like 65, I think. 
So, and that was years ago though. <clears throat> um, so 65, but then I left that company and, and immediately started making $80,000 a year because a lot of times, especially in IT, I talk about in my book, right? A lot of times, if you want to move, move up quickly on the pay scale, you got to move out, right? And so I, I immediately gave myself like a $20,000 a year raise just by leaving that company and going, going somewhere else, right? <clears throat> and then after that, um, I left that company and I think I, I started making, uh, I started making like $102,000 a year when I left that company, right? It was, it was like, you, you move up quicker when you move out, right? But a systems administrator can at least be making $80,000 a year. And you don't even have to go to college for that. You can go and get a bunch of certifications. Certifications are like 200, 300 bucks each. You can self-study for that. Okay. You don't have to go to school for that. Okay. You just got to learn how to read a fucking book and take, take some tests. You know what I mean? So just by doing that, you could be making way more than you're making now. All right. Railroad conductor, railroad conductor, $89,923 national average. Now you're gone a lot. You're gone a lot. Typically if you're, if you're on the railroad, but maybe you, maybe you like that. Maybe you like traveling, you know, maybe you like that sort of thing. Financial advisor, 94,170 is the national average. The problem wouldn't be them, was that the problem wouldn't be them raising the wages if women weren't in the workforce? <laughs> Can't put the toothpaste back in that tube, unfortunately. All right, now let's look at some jobs that pay six figures. Okay, because remember, we all gotta be y'all, we all gotta be six figure chads with six pack abs and six feet tall and you know have have at least a six inch dick, right? <laughs> so I don't know about all you got all that other stuff, but let's look at some some six figure jobs, okay? Nine to five jobs that pay six figures. Information technology manager says 103,000. 861 at least. And like I said before, I was a systems administrator making making that much. You know what I mean? So like you, the longer you stay in IT and the further up you go, you become a, a, a you know, a manager, you become a director, stuff like that, the, the more money you can make, okay? Coders, right? Guys who who actually are software developers, they have a the potential to make even more money than that. You know what I mean? I know, I know uh, some software developers that are making retarded money, retarded money and software developers, like while they're working their nine to five job, making, I don't know, 160, you know, 180, $200,000 a year as a software developer. Um, they can also on, as a side hustle, be working on like a killer app of some kind or some kind of like, you know, Google play or, or Apple phone app or whatever, and then sell it for millions. You know, a lot, a lot of, uh, a lot of coders end up becoming millionaires because they, they come up with like a killer app and they sell it to a bigger company. Um, in fact, one of the companies that my company acquired, it was, it was started by three guys, right? Three guys. There was the, the tech guy who did all the, he did, he, he basically built it out and he built out this, this application on three servers. Or no, two servers. He had a web server and a and a database server on the back end. Like that was it, right? And then they had a sales guy. The sales guy went around and sold it to all these these like high end clients, right? Like banks, right? Banks sold this product for like you know hundreds of thousands of dollars of uh, a month, and 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 they they would charge by like transaction or something like that. And so this what this guy who who started it. This is what he does. He comes up with these ideas, these business ideas. He hires just a couple of guys to build it for him. And then they build it up. They sell it. They do all this stuff. And then he turns around and sells it to bigger companies. And then they just do that on rinse, wash, repeat, right? Like when I, when I was talking to the tech guy, because we had to bring in their business and, and, and you know bring it into our infrastructure, I, like they had me fly out to San Diego to come and look at how hard it would be to move it into our environment. And so when he, he laid it out, I was like, wait a second, you're talking about, you do all this on two servers. And so my boss is like, how hard is it going to bring it in the network? I'm like, dude, we could do it in a day. Like, that's ridiculous. Two servers. That's all they have. Like we could do this overnight. 
<laughs> right? This is like the, 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 the simplest setup I've ever seen in my life. Right now they, they definitely took some shortcuts with it, but we won't go, we won't, that's neither here nor there. We had to fix a lot of stuff with it, but, um, but that's what they do. And this was like their fourth company that they did that on. And, and basically the way the guy does, uh, the guy who had the idea that, that comes up with these ideas and he has people build it out and then he sells it. He basically makes these guys like partners, right? So this guy and his tech guy that builds out all these applications, this was like their third company that they did this with, right? They built this out and then they turned around and sold it. They ended up making like millions of dollars and then they split it, you know? And I think the guy, the, the brainchild guy, you know, I think he takes like 70% of it or 75% and then he splits the, the other 25% between the other two guys, right? But that's still 25% of millions of dollars is, 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 is a pretty good chunk of change. You know what I mean? So you could do that, right? If you, if you're a, if you're a smart, savvy tech guy and you can build stuff out, you can, you can, you can hit your, your cart to, you know, a, a guy that comes up with business ideas like this and, and makes millions. That guy also, I think did a little, did a little Coke on the side, but that's neither here nor there. <laughs> it was funny going into meetings with that guy. Anyway, I'm going off on a tangent here. Uh, product managers, product managers, 106,680 at least. Nurse practitioner, 117,188 at least. Nurse chick is going back to school to become a nurse practitioner. And my goal, my goal with this is to have her be my sugar mama. Okay. I, I have a plan here. I have a five, five year plan of having nurse chick become my sugar mama. Uh, so she's going to be a nurse practitioner here. Actually, um, we were, she was looking at it and she can make actually more than that. She can make way more than that out here as a nurse practitioner. Um, I think she was saying something like $200,000 a year. I think it just, it, it really depends on, on what she does and where she practices, but she can make way more than that. A corporate attorney guys get this. How much do you think drop it in the chat? How much do you think a corporate attorney makes? Let me know. Nathan says drugs pay well. Yes, Nathan's a professional drug dealer. He works for pharmaceutical companies. Um, yes, John says, good morning, my local drug dealer, Nathan. <laughs> Guys, corporate attorney. How much do you think a corporate attorney makes? A guy who does like contract law and stuff like that. Works for a, a, a you know, works for a company. He doesn't work for like a law firm. He's not a criminal attorney. How much do you think he makes? Okay, Nathan says 180. 180. Okay. National average 139. Actually less, actually less than that. Oh, X runner said 300,000. Nah, man, 139,880. You know, what's funny when I was, uh, when I was a, a, a network, a network manager, right. That, that was a, a network, network and systems manager. I think it was my title. Somehow some guy, some guy at the company, managed to find a spreadsheet that had literally everybody's salaries in the company on it. And he was like, Oh, look at what, look at what these execs make. Right. And he sent it. And I was like, where the, where'd you find that? Right. Cause that should, that kind of information shouldn't be available. <laughs> right. But, it, but the, the HR department put it in a place where they shouldn't have put it. And it was like on an unsecured, in an unsecured folder. And uh, this guy found it and I was like, Oh my God. And so, I looked at it and um, the corporate attorney uh, for the company at that time was only making a hundred, like $120,000 a year. And I was, uh, I was making, I was making a, a, a pretty close to that as a network manager. And I was like, this guy's an attorney and he's not making much more than me. That's crazy. Right. <laughs> that's, that's craziness. Um, Let's look at jobs that have the potential of making well over $150,000 a year, right? So corporate attorney was $139,000. So let's look at jobs that have the potential of making over $150,000 a year, okay? Construction sales, construction sales upwards of $250,000 a year doing construction sales. Let's see here. Uh, what is this? I rob banks for a living purple teamer at a bank. Okay. What? Oh yes. Yes. John Egan. He's a, he's a truck driver for Walmart. Yeah. They actually, they get, I think John makes pretty good money <laughs> doing that. Um, let's see here. 
construction sales upwards $250,000 a year. Pretty much any kind of medical doctor, at least $200,000 a year. You know what's funny though? I looked up uh, when I was looking up these different these different uh, figures. The national average for a veterinarian was only like uh, $129,000 a year for a veterinarian, which is funny. So that so veterinarians don't make as much as people doctors apparently, but um, but it looked like all the medical doctors they were all making at least two hundred thousand dollars a year, and a lot of those doctors are working for other people, right? They work for big hospitals. Sometimes they work for uh, private practices. Sometimes they make they they you know they're partners in their own private practice, and and those guys make pretty good money and stuff like that. But it's at least two hundred thousand dollars a year, right? Uh, software as a service account executive, upwards of $250,000 a year, basically sales, right? Did you, I don't know if you guys could hear that. My dog's shaking her collar. You're supposed to be a professional podcaster. What are you doing? Uh, real estate sales manager, upwards of $200,000 a year. There's a, you can make a lot of money in sales if you're good at it. It's just sales is difficult. And a lot of people don't feel comfortable selling people, right? Power linemen. Guys, power linemen. I I did an episode with with RP Thor, and uh, power linemen actually they can make upwards of two hundred thousand dollars a year. And Thor has a whole course on it. I'll drop a link to it in the chat here. But depending on where you start out, you you eventually could make upwards of two hundred thousand dollars a year. If you're interested, check out the course. I dropped a link for that in the chat. But the, the thing here is it's hard fucking work and it's dangerous work. That's why they pay so well. And if you work, uh, you, you have a lot of opportunity for overtime and double time and, um, you know, a, a emergency stipends and stuff like that, right? Like if there's a forest fire, they'll fly out power linemen because a lot of the, the power lines are ran through national forest, right? So how do they get out there on helicopters and stuff? And then you got to go work on power lines on the top of a mountain somewhere in the middle of fucking nowhere, <laughs> right? You're dealing with like hundreds of thousands of volts of electricity and stuff like that's very dangerous work. So they pay you well, you understand? So uh, Thor has a course, it's very affordable. If you guys want to check that out, if you're looking into maybe getting into that kind of work, you can make up to $200,000 a year doing it, right? Um, so check that out. So the big point here, guys, the point here is that you could be that six-figure guy, live comfortably, and still do it with a nine-to-five job, all right? And if that's the route you want to go, you're anything but a loser, all right? You can make way more money, or sorry, can you make way more money as an entrepreneur? Potentially, but not necessarily, okay? It really depends on what kind of work you get into, okay? According to Indeed, according to Indeed, the average base salary of an entrepreneur is only $87,736. So you with your nine to five, some of you are actually making more, right? Going back to McDonald's manager, you could be making $93,000 a year as, a, as the manager for a McDonald's, right? Well, the average entrepreneur is only making 87,000. You actually be making more as a McDonald's manager, okay? <laughs> I mean, you could uh, you could become a franchise owner, Franchise owner probably makes more than that, but a lot of, you know, a lot of those guys, you know, they're, they're, they fail when they hire the wrong people. So you got to, you know, there's a lot of, there's a lot of caveats to this stuff. Okay. But something to keep in mind, right? The average entrepreneur is only making $87,000 a year. So a lot of people are making way more than that at their nine to five job. Okay. So you're definitely not a loser. All right, guys. What's that? Yes. Thor's out there fighting Bigfoot. Yeah. <laughs> oh, a, a sergeant in the police in Australia only earned 70,000 US. That's pretty normal though. Honestly, I think I was looking at, so out here, out here, man, um, they were hiring for, for police in Cedar Edge, Colorado. 
the entry level for a police officer in Cedar Ridge, Colorado was like 16 bucks an hour. It's just over minimum wage. Like what? 16 bucks an hour. Are you for real? I don't know, man. They cops definitely don't get paid enough. Speaking of uh, cops in Australia, when I was in the Navy there, I was in, uh, I was in Perth and I, I, I was uh, standing, um, I was standing watch at the end of a pier and they had, they had Australian police at the end of the pier with us, helping us stand watch. And a lot of that was because there was a lot of protests going on where they're protesting U S Navy ships because they didn't want nuclear powered ships there. There was a bunch of environmentalists or whatever. We weren't even a nuclear powered ship, so it was kind of stupid, but the police were there just to, you know, keep the peace and stuff like that. So I'm standing, uh, at, uh, you know, guard duty at the end of the pier with these cops. And, um, I happened to notice that one of the police officers had a really cool belt buckle that had like a, you know, Australian police, you know, badge on it. And I was like, Oh, that's a cool belt buckle. Do they give those to you? And he goes, Oh, here, he just takes his belt buckle off and he goes, here, you can have it. <laughs> like, Thank you. Australian police officer guy. Like it was just a cool thing. Like, so I still have that belt belt buckle. It's a, uh, it's a pretty cool belt buckle. Um, but yeah, the police officers in Australia are actually kind of cool. I think. <laughs> And they're humble because they only make $70,000 a year, apparently. All right. All right, guys, that's all I have. Uh, be sure to tune into the podcast Friday. We're going to talk about how word of mouth is the best form of advertising. Um, and I got this idea because one of the guys uh, who's taking the course right now, one of the guys who's taking my, my, my new dating course, he was like, oh, I really like the idea of like the Facebook game and stuff like that. But he's like, I'm worried that in my small area, you know, everyone knows each other, all, everyone knows each other. So all these chicks are going to be talking and the word's going to get out that I'm a player and all this stuff. And I was like, Oh, that's actually good for you though. Like <laughs> chicks talk and they talk up about like how good you are and stuff like that. Like that actually it helps you out. Cause chicks like guys who other chicks like. Right. So I was like, no, that actually is, is good for you. So he, he was like, oh, maybe you should do a live stream about that. I'm like, done. So we're doing that Friday. We're going to talk about how word of mouth is the best form of advertising, even on the dating circuit. Um, all right, guys, that's all I have for this episode. Hopefully it helps you out. Hopefully, hopefully it makes you guys feel better about working a nine to five because you're doing better than most of the entrepreneurs out there. Um, guys. If you haven't done so already, please like, subscribe, hit those notifications. Thanks to everybody that sounded off in the comments. I appreciate it. Thanks to uh, you guys that sent super chats. Uh, that helps keep the uh, keeps the engine running. It allows me to become an entrepreneur. <laughs> Follow me on social media. The links are in the description. Get on the email list, list.comeonmanpod.com. I'll send you some free stickers. You get 20 dating app openers and you get a free chapter of my book. Everything I wish I knew when I was 18. Speaking of the book, you can get it on Amazon in all formats, including uh, Audible and Kindle edition. And then also I have uh, autographed copies in stock. In fact, I just got a, a new hardcover in stock too. If you guys have been waiting for the hardcovers, I, I have one in stock. Um, so get that. Definitely check out the new dating course, guys. Dates.comeonmanpod.com um, and use code countryboy25 at checkout to save 25% until Friday. That's what the code expires on Friday, guys. All right. That's all I have. We'll see you guys on, on Friday's stream. This has been the Come On Man podcast. Now, go out and get it.